We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everybody? Rob Doster here for the Field of 60. Today, we are bringing you another episode in our Off the Carousel series, where we will be joined by each and every new head coach to the Division I ranks. There are almost 60 of them. We're going to be rolling these out a couple of days throughout the month of May and the month of June. So make sure that you subscribe to the channel. And if you like this interview, don't be afraid to tap that like button. That stuff really does help our channel and help our presence on YouTube. It helps more people like you find this content. And since I have you guys here, make sure that you check out our Instagram and TikTok pages. We are going to be pumping out more unique content over there throughout the summer heading into next season. Like, for example, did you know that Penny Hardaway was shot when he was a player in college? I bet you didn't know that. There are more stories like that on those pages. The links are in the description below. So now, without further ado, let's get into another edition of Off the Carousel. This is the latest edition of Off the Carousel by Field of 68. My name is Eli Betker, and today we're super fortunate to be joined by University of South Carolina men's basketball head coach Lamont Paris. Uh, Lamont is really fortunate to have a wonderful job here in the SEC. He's done just a great job in all sorts of areas of college basketball over his years. And to begin, uh, Coach, thanks so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule and Guess we'll get things started. Uh, how's everything been in your new home, and what are you enjoying so far about South Carolina? Yeah, uh, uh, thanks for having me, Eli. It's uh, it's been a whirlwind, as I'm sure. Like that's probably every coach says the same thing when you get a job. It's just a it's a very unique uh, profession in that you know I had someone ask me, well, when do you put your two weeks notice in, and when does the, uh, it's like yeah, you get the job on Tuesday, you fly down here on Thursday, and then there's no looking back. You never aren't working here. So, um, but, uh, yeah, things have been great here in, uh, Columbia. Um, I've just really enjoyed uh, getting to meet a bunch of the guys that we have on our team here and we'll have on the team moving forward. And then, um, just the people around here have been great, but very welcoming and, uh, you know, they're big fans. And so, um, it's just been a, a really good athletic, town and department and uh just but uh, some of the coaches have been phenomenal uh uh i spent some time with uh, coach beamer and and also with coach staley she's been incredible uh both of them have but uh what dawn's done is phenomenal she's just a great person but um anyway so yeah so i've been in just enjoying that trying to come up for air a little bit now that we've gotten a couple a couple recruits uh 
in this inaugural class. And so uh, that helps a lot in terms of trying to get back to some level of normalcy. Well, what are some of the things that initially attracted you about the South Carolina job and being in kind of a similar area with Chattanooga and the success that you've had there? What, what attracted you about this position and, and what do you look forward to with South Carolina? Yeah, I, I, think, I think the Chattanooga uh, project, for lack of better terminology, um, I think it was it really made a job like South Carolina, uh, uh, in my mind, seemed like it was extremely attractive just in that there were a lot of resources there from what I knew. You, you don't know things until you get into the weeds and get there. But uh, I, I perceived just from uh, um, a resource standpoint, the conference was a big attraction. Um, um, there had been a history of some success here at, uh, at some point. And so, um, and success, as I say success, not to say that there was no success here, it's, it's all relative. And, but, uh, so my charge would be to lead this team back to the NCAA tournament on a consistent basis. And I just felt like there was, uh, the, just the barriers to entry of that, of achieving that goal were, were not significant in my estimation. And so, um, it was in a region that I was familiar with and had been in the last five years. And so I just thought it was a great, a great opportunity and the timing was perfect. So your career progression, it, I'm sure you wouldn't describe it this way, but it on paper, it certainly looks linear going from D3 assistant coaching, D2, then mid-major, and then being fortunate to have a high major assistant position at Wisconsin and learn from the very best of the best with, with Bo Ryan and Greg Gard. What would you say are maybe some of the things that you've learned along the way and maybe in particular being under some of the head coaches along the lines of the great Bo Ryan and also Greg Gard? Yeah, I, I, I really like how my career has gone. I understand that there aren't as many people that do it that way nowadays. Um, there's a lot of fast tracking that goes, goes uh, with it. But uh, the thing I really like about how my career went was that I was able to early, really early on in my career, do every aspect of, of coaching. When you're at uh, smaller school levels, division three, I mean, you're literally doing everything from recruiting uh, to coaching. We had a JV team. So I was the head coach of the JV team, practice planning, uh, marketing, uh, you name it, you're doing it. So I think you're able to establish your coaching voice at an early age, your style of coaching at an early age aspect age of your of, in your career so um and then just kept moving up the ladder that way it was fortunate to be around some really good coaches and learn a lot of things and uh but yeah to, to to answer your question i i think at wisconsin one of the biggest a couple of the biggest things i learned was um the real value of character as it pertains to winning I think that was the, the place I learned that more than any. And I would say that because we had good players, but we were playing against better players um, on an average, better prospects, I guess, coming out of high school, they were better prospects um, on an everyday, on a, on a consistent basis. So it was that. And then, and then I learned a lot from Bo on just uh, managing and handling situations. Uh, I think that was the biggest thing that you, the X's and O's, everybody's going to have their own take and their own flair on what you do. If it was a certain play or a group of plays that won games, everyone would be doing those. So, but I think it's, uh, I learned a lot just in terms of how he dealt with players and 
issues that would uh, come up that, that he would quell before they turned into issues. And just, he was a master of, of that sort of thing. And so I think as I look back, that's just, and just how to handle people. I think that was a bit, the biggest thing that I took from him. So before we turn the page to this year's roster and some of the things that you're establishing in South Carolina, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about March and Chattanooga's run and obviously the SOCON title game and the emotions of that and then the NCAA tournament and the emotions of that. So what, what was this whole experience like for you to be in a head coaching position for the first time to send Chattanooga to the NCAA tournament in the ridiculous fashion that it happened and then Obviously, the, the NCAA tournament first-time matchup didn't go the way that you wanted, but I, I think that just the opportunity and some of the things that you might have learned along the way, I think, are maybe pillars that you could establish at South Carolina. So uh, what, what do you take from that experience? Yeah, it was a, it was a crazy a crazy way that the season <clears throat> ended, our regular season, um, you know, with the conference championship ending that way um, against a team that you had beaten twice already. Uh, during the season. So there are a lot of reasons that that game, you know, could go the other way, but uh, it just was, it was, it was a, the level of fulfillment and, and accomplishment that you felt on a personal level is hard to match when you look back to five years ago to where we were from a roster standpoint, from a character standpoint, from an academic performance standpoint, certainly we were, we had come a long way. And so it was extremely fulfilling um, that way, but it was incredibly rewarding to, to, to another degree um, with helping provide that experience to those guys on that team, most of which had never been to an NCAA tournament. So that's always my, it's a driving force for me is to, is to help these guys uh, provide that experience for them. And uh, they'll, they'll remember that forever. So it was really that was that was really rewarding also. Um, but uh, yes, yeah, moving forward, just looking at what how we built, how we built that team into a winner. You know, we actually the year before in the COVID year, we started off nine and oh, and we, we received a single vote for the top 25 um, that year. But we had a We were really good the year before. And then we like everyone else. But we had a lot of COVID stuff and we ended up 18 and eight. So fine. it was still a good record. But we were on pace to do something really special the, the year before that. But so we waited a year and it made it even more special that we did wait a year and we had most of the same team back and added some new guys. And so um, really rewarding. But yeah, so that kind of I'd like to mirror that kind of of, of uh, experience, uh, but do it in a little quicker fashion. When I first got to Chattanooga, the, the, the transfer portal hadn't been invented yet. So it didn't come out until, you know, I think like. December of 2018. So it was 2019 by the time you were delving into it. We had been there for two years. So I think you can do it quickly. After the transfer portal hit, we won 20 games in the next year. And so um, I want to I want to try to do it at a, at a quick rate, but at the same time not taking any shortcuts here at South Carolina in order to get us uh, to be a, a, a consistent player in, in the game and in the race for uh, SEC uh, regular season champs and for, um, you know, if we're in a league where if you are in contention at all for that, you're going to expect to do great things in the NCAA tournament. And that's what I really like about this conference. And, and uh, I know there's a lot of challenges that go with that, but a lot of opportunities and rewards as well. 
So you mentioned the transfer portal, and that's something that already in your short time at South Carolina, you've had quite a bit of success with bringing in Abrima Diba, Michi Johnson, Hayden Brown, a lot of high quality guys who are capable of producing or in Michi's case have already produced at the high major level. Uh, I guess in, in addition to those three and what they bring to your roster, what does it look like for you and your staff in terms of acquiring talent and developing that talent, whether it be through the transfer portal, in-state recruits, out-of-state recruits, how does that all come together and what do you plan to see the next three, four years at South Carolina? Yeah. So, so I think the transfer portal is a good tool. I don't, I don't, I don't aspire to, to lean on it heavily every single year. I'd like to have some infrastructure and, and I think we will achieve that a couple different ways. One, some of these guys that we're bringing in have multiple years. So they're going to be here for, for more than just one year. And then we had two young men that were already uh, committed and signed uh, to South Carolina that, that honored their commitment after meeting me and uh, still wanted to come here. And, and so I'm really excited about them as they are about us, the university and this program here. So um, it's, it's good to have some young guys. I just don't think you can have 13, 14, 15 guys on your roster, you get 13 scholarships. You can't have 13 guys that really honestly deep in their gut feel like they should be playing 20 minutes. I think you're, you're setting yourself up for failure um, if you have that. But so it's nice to have some young guys that are learning, getting better, pushing guys. And then uh, as their time comes and whoever those guys are developing guys, um, then they can, they can, you have some, again, infrastructure. And so, yeah, I'm looking forward just to get the guys back on campus and start working them with them in the gym. We did very little to, to nothing in the gym, honestly, with our other guys, just because we were, it was a one man band here for a while. We were trying to get uh, players. We needed, we needed uh, nine guys. And so we spent a lot of time doing that, but uh, just looking forward to getting in the gym with those guys, helping develop, developing as guys is a big part of what I do. I enjoy it probably more than anything in this, profession and uh the guys know when you're faking it and when you're really in there spending time with them and so look forward to doing that and just having guys be the best version of themselves i think if they do that and i stay out of the way i think there are a lot of good things that can happen on the on the basketball court one of the things that before we wrap up one of the things that i see mentioned in reference to you often is is the character and the energy that you bring to the programs that you've been with and making sure that the job that you're in is, is as good as it can be or the people around you can have the easiest job possible. And one of the things that I, I picked up on during your introductory press conference was the impact that your parents had on you. And, and you mentioned that uh, you being, I believe, a first-generation college graduate in your family. And yep. you mentioned that uh, I think something along the lines of your parents uh, earned a PhD in parenting. So I, I'd love to know before we wrap up, just your perspective on how they might've shaped your career, how they might've shaped you out of, as a man outside of basketball and just kind of what, what is the last impact that, that they have for you uh, as, as you progress in your career? Yeah, so many things. I mean, um, they were extremely nurturing, but, uh, but at the same time, they wanted me to grow and they understood that failure was a part of growth. So they challenged and pushed me. Um, they, they gave me everything I needed to uh, succeed. Uh, and, and I mean, literally everything that I needed. Um, they were phenomenal as uh, phenomenal examples. They were disciplinarians, but they were fair. 
Um, they were extremely loving and they were, and they were incredibly generous um, with their time and with what resources that they did have. Um, and so, and, and they would make sacrifices. So they just, I think those things, and, and they, they really taught me how to uh, interact with a variety of people and, um, and just how important people were and having a relationship with people. And so those are the things that help that have helped shape me as a coach. I, I value my relationships with our players. Um, I discipline them, but I'm fair. I give them a lot of freedom. Um, I'm willing to have my feelings hurt because I do give them a lot of freedom and it doesn't happen too often because I, because we recruit the right guys, but my parents were the same way, you know, they allowed us to do the things that we should be allowed to do. And if we could have taken advantage of them, um, they would have been disappointed and there was nothing worse than my family. I'd rather be punished by them than to, than to have my parents feel disappointed in a decision that I had made. And so that's kind of how I coach. I don't do it out of fear. It's not fear-based coaching, but, but I do help try to teach them how to make good decisions on the court, off the court. And then, and then, you know, recruit the kind of guys that are going to continue to do that. But um, so, yeah, very, very thankful for uh, the family that I had, the parents that I had. It got off to a great start because of that. And uh, again, they just gave me everything I needed to succeed. And so um, I just tried to not mess it up. And uh, um, and here we are today. So, <laughs> so it's an awesome story. Uh, SEC and the University of South Carolina are <clears throat> fortunate to have one of the rising stars and, and current stars in this profession in Lamont Paris and uh, Coach, we really appreciate the time that, that you have taken out of your schedule, and we wish you the very best of luck in the years to come. Well, Eli, I appreciate you having me. I uh, appreciate the time, and if you ever want to get back with me and have me on here again, just let me know. Absolutely. Thank you go, so much. Go Cox. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.